Last time, on the Lords of Grantham podcast, we talked Season 2, Episode 7 of Poldark. On that episode, Ross and the gang tried to track down his old friend Mark to try and find where they can locate some copper in Wheel Grace. Uh, he was of no help. Um, at the same time, his buddy Dwight was entertaining running away with Caroline. Uh, he ultimately did not go with her uh, because of a twisted knee uh, you know, that he had to go take care of. And then he helped save Ross from getting captured by the police, and, you know, all's well ends well. And we'll see where that leads to this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. And happy 2022 to the Lords of Grantham universe. How is it going, Corey? Uh, we made it to another year. Here we are. Yeah, year four. Or rather, <sighs> year five. The beginning of year five. Nah, I mean, we launched the podcast early 2018. We, so that was year planning one. In, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. In, in the latter half of 2017, we were planning it. Yeah. So it it's really is year four. Let's not be <laughs> too long in the tooth about this. Hey. But either way, something to celebrate. 185 episodes, over 200 if you count Patreon. Good Lord. It's been a a long time. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Thanks to that Downton Abbey movie. All these British shows that we found since then. But what's going on 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 your end, Corey? Anything interesting, worth noting? Any. No, it feels like it's been a while since we did an episode of this because we we had the holidays in between and you know a lot of to and fro for to and from you know visiting my parents, seeing a few people, all all with precautions and trying to be as safe mm-hmm. as possible about it. Uh, it's just been a long couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, it has been. I know uh, both of us have been playing it super safe. Well, you, I mean, I feel like you don't work in person anywhere, but I've uh, no, you know, just feel like. Doing our doing everybody's out there doing their part. So, yeah. thanks. Who to knows when my is. office will reopen? I, I I don't know where where the world is going. Uh, but you know, I think you're you're heading towards a point there, Dave. We we have been in lockdown because we are going to be hosting a panel in Maryland this week. That's true. That's at true. National at Magfest, we've done it before, mm-hmm. and vaccines are required. I believe boosters are required too. Masks are required at all times, so I mean this Omicron is running running wild like Hulkamania, but we're yeah. gonna, we're definitely gonna do this panel and then probably hunker down in a hotel Not room do for too the- much. It, it, like it's almost to the point where like I don't even want to advise people to come see it. Although if you if you feel comfy and you want to roll the dice and you want to spend was it there, there's a badge it's, because we're just one panel at this huge convention that's for music and gaming. Mm-hmm. We're doing a panel on bad wrestling video games. We we did it two years ago. It was a huge success. A lot of people attended. Yeah. It's on it's on YouTube actually. A recording of it. Um, but uh, yeah, we're doing it again Thursday, eleven p.m. Eastern. Eleven p.m. Yep, Thursday. So we are doing that. Uh, January fifth. No, sixth. January sixth. Yeah, sixth at eleven p.m. Where we'll be there. Um, I mean, I feel like I've been I've been doing all this this hunkering, <laughs> avoiding things, not doing things. I feel like I, I definitely am going to double mask up and and wander a bit. But I, 
You know, I also feel like this Omicron is, is sneaking behind all of us, just waiting for the right opportunity to pounce. So, who knows? Yeah, man. Maybe, maybe we've we're we were asymptomatic a month and a half ago. Let's maybe, probably not. But I don't. I think you 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 may have an idea if you were or not. <laughs> I mean, if you're asymptomatic, you wouldn't have an idea. But you may have an idea. I, yeah, we'll see. Idea. We'll see. Uh, but that's the. Hopefully, that'll be fun and and not too st- stressful on our on our uh, spirits. I mean, it'll be fun in the moment, but all the before and after. But any news sure. on the on the front of the TV shows that we are, have watched on this show or this podcast rather? Uh, no, things been things been slow. Well, they they announced the Bridgerton return date. It's coming back March twenty fifth. So great. Season so two. like a week after Downton Abbey. We'll movie. probably be getting to it some point next year because uh, we're gonna we're gonna be busy. Well, the good thing we'll is see. it'll be Downton Abbey movie number two, and then if we plan play our cards right we'll have the open world to do whatever we want so knowing yeah, us will be like knee deep in a pole dark season or something well yeah point. i mean we can't we can't postpone pole dark too long for it to make up for down abbey and then we got gilded age also to account for it oh point. yeah yeah gilded age we got too many shows now to keep track of people everyone talks about how there's just too much tv now on our own podcast there's too much tv now for us to yeah stay on top of um i don't know I don't know. Uh, aside from that announcement, there was um, a quick like um, back and forth between some of the Downton castmates before the airing of the movie on PBS, and we saw a new look of Elizabeth McGovern. She's she's embracing the gray, full yeah, streak I mean, of gray in her hair. I feel like the entire upper management of my company did the same thing. They came back from the quarantine with all natural gray. I was like, okay, people just embrace themselves. Love it. It's a, it's a great look. Uh, and that. Is where we are. There wasn't there wasn't too much. Dave, did you have a good holidays? I mean, like I said, we we I was on break from work and I just spent the whole time like dodging doing anything in public and So what know, were you doing in secret? Not I mean not in secret, but I was like going for hikes, but it didn't the sun wasn't out, it was cold, it was kinda gross. It was kind of uh, one of those weeks where it was not the best vacation, but I know it was all leading up to the precaution was to be able to hang out with my friends. So It'll all be worth it in the end. Yeah. Did, did you uh, have a good time for New Year's at all? I mean, it was it was plain. <laughs> Nothing remarkable. Yeah. Watch Miley Cyrus. Th- there you go. I'm sure, I'm sure our listeners are just like, man. They're like, this has been going on for five minutes. Let's start talking about Poldark. It must suck to be them. <laughs> no, it's great. Because it is time for Poldark, where actually season two, episode eight, things are not going great either. So, no, so not, it, a, it, not in the it slightest. It is just dark times all around. Um where do we want to start here? I think, I think there's really not too much to talk about. Well, let's here. just start with so Dwight because he, like, he he gets a yeah. Few I was moments. gonna say he, he's the, the good doctor uh, is is delivering babies this week. Yeah, that, that's the help he's providing. Um, we see him briefly talking to Demelza, like, "Hey, you may have a a future in the and delivering babies or something if you're interested, or like you know just talking to her about like you know maybe lending a helping hand." Because mm-hmm. uh, of how friendly she is with the local townspeople, and Demel's is like, "Weren't you supposed to go get married to Caroline and Bath?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." You know, if it wasn't for uh, Rosina's knee, I'd be living a completely different life now. <laughs> Must suck, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> but he, he's like, "But this is, I wouldn't have been happy." Like, you sure about that? <laughs> what is <laughs> happiness? <laughs> Define it for us, Dwight. I mean, we see this episode, just a brief scene of him riding a horse around the woods where he and uh, Caroline used to hang out. 
and they do a flashback to an episode from like two episodes ago uh, <laughs> of him him and her hanging out and he's just lonely and that's the scene <laughs> just Dwight that, being lonely that um like marshy swampy area where they ride their mm-hmm. horses it looks like one of those old like 90s rpg video games where you would go from screen to screen and like everything looks different and you never know exactly how they're connected but you're just like oh this is a this is the bluish flowery garden marsh area that we only yeah i know when i like to go reflect about things dave i like to go find a nice bog and just hang out there and think about life this where you used to go make out with your child bride (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah um a baby is born this episode it's um betty's baby ted right ted and betty have their kid they do indeed and uh Demelza, she, she she provides some help. She gets the rum whiskey for her to down before oh, having the baby. The, the brandy wine or whatever. The it brandy is. wine, yeah. And, uh, and Prudy is chugging it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it goes to show maybe it doesn't take much to help deliver babies. So maybe Demelza does have a future in this. Just go fetch the liquor and babies come quicker. Sure. I mean, I guess you can't have the, the, the alcoholic baby thing if you're drinking as the baby's leaving. Right, yeah, I guess it's okay then to, to get to get sauced. Um, yeah, the baby's born. Uh, we do see, was it, Rosina remarking that she didn't expect Charlie to be the one who was the... The, the, the snitch. snitch? Yeah, so I guess that's over, whatever that was between them two. Yeah, but they also don't confirm that he was the one that dies on the shore either. No, we don't see him at all. <laughs> but it is funny because it's clear that... Uh, She's she's laying the moves down on Doc the good doctor. Yeah, she's Dwight. Like, hey, thank God you helped me suss out the fact that Charlie was the snitch, or I would have been married to him. And it's the doctor's like, well, I'm married to my work because I abandoned my child bride to be here. <laughs> now, is that going to be the new thing where like Caroline kept faking a cough or like you know trumping up how how bad her throat was to get Dwight to show up? Now is Rosina going to twist her leg every week to to get Dwight to show up? Yeah, and Dwight's going to have to keep um, desecrating bodies and, and cutting them open at the knees to figure out what's going on with her. That's exactly what's going to happen. Um, but he also does get a bunch of uh, returned letters. Yeah, return to sender. Address unknown. Uh, but, well, uh, not address unknown because no. it's from Caroline. She says, yeah, they, they, stop, they, they, stop writing me. Y'all made your decision. Don't Leave call me. Alone. me. She, is, she is done with him. Leave, get out. And... Uh, He's just that. That's when he goes takes his ride to the forest, and he's so lonely. Um, and that's that's Dwight. This episode, he's just a lonely, lonely man. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also tin in the mine. That's the thing that happens. Oh, well, we can get to that in a second. We should mention that Verity's back in town. Oh yeah, Verity's back in town, and she, she... brought her son-in-law, Polly Shore. Oh yeah, this this boy. <laughs> Oh What's no no name? James Blamey James Blamey is her son-in-law. Yeah. Do you think he's like Polly Shore? <laughs> no, I was just referencing the the old nineteen ninety two classic son-in-law Thanksgiving oh, classic. Oh, yeah, jeez, great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what people come here for. Uh, those old callbacks to Polly Shore movies. Uh, Dave, thoughts on James Blamey, the son-in-law of Verity Blamey? Is strange. He's strange, isn't he? he he's I a little. He, I think he's well intended, but you sure? Oh yeah, but he literally meets Verity's he sister, his aunt, and his mouth hangs open. His aunt-in-law, and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna." It's his, it's his aunt-in-law. 
No, well, it would be his stepmother's. Oh wait, no, because brothers. It, oh, oh, right, act, you know, widow. So there's right, because no she's relation. not related to Elizabeth. She was related to Francis. Correct, correct. Either way, though, bro, get your act together. He literally just like goes slack John when he sees her. He says, "If I was five years older, I'd make a pass." Yeah, it, and I don't know about if you caught it, Dave, but his relationship with Verity doesn't seem like very mother sonny. Like she, he keeps like winking and and mm-hmm. like I, I know I have um a friend of mine, the guitar player in my band, has a nephew who is two years older than him. Mm-hmm. So he's always because he's thirty and or he's yeah. thirty one, and his nephew is thirty three. So he's always like, "Well, hey, I'm your uncle. You got to do what I say." And it's one of those things where it's like. The joke wears thin after like tw- two times hearing it, and this I'm yeah. sure Verity's like, "All right, stop saying that I'm your uh, your mom because I'm like a year older than you." Yeah, he, he, she doesn't look that much older than him. He, he looks like he's got a bit of an edible complex, I think, going on. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't shock me, but that means he, like, how old is Blamey then? So Blamey's got to be like, Blamey looks significantly crusty, older than, than oh Barry. yeah, he he's deep into his forties. I mean, we, we've said he's looked progressively younger as the series has gone along. So, I mean, he's just started yeah, using so Just for Men or something. He's going to be 20 know? in the next stuff. He's going to be younger than his son. Yeah, exactly. But I like that they just totally write out his um, James Blamey's little sister. The one that hated Verity. Like, she's just not oh, here yeah. this week. Yeah, we don't know where she is. Um, but, yeah, she has come to visit because it's, it's been a while, I guess. She wants to see everyone. Well, there's also and the other reason that she's there to visit, got some which news. we, which we should. Well, the other other reason that we should talk about, but I guess we're not there yet. Well, let's just finish one thing on James Blamey though. So he's like hanging out with everyone. He's playing cards with Aunt Agatha. He's he's meeting Demels and stuff. But he meets Dwight, where he says like, "I'd like to be a surgeon." And Dwight's like, "Oh, we could use you. There, there's a there may be you know use for you soon enough because there's gonna be people dying. I think because uh, like, we, we always see- need a surgeon on the sea, brother." Yeah, they always need a surgeon on the sea. That that's where this kid knows some has some chops. He's like, uh, young man, do, <laughs> if you want to yeah, do surgery, it's a YMCA yes. uh, thing. Uh, we do see Dwight in talking with uh, in the navy, but Dwight and Ross do talk about this episode. Like uh, Dwight asking Ross, like, "Are you ready if like war happens again?" And Ross is like, "I mean, I gotta do it. I gotta do my duty if there is a battle, but I don't. I don't. You know, so I'm not thrilled forward. about it." <laughs> Yeah, so it seems like they keep kind of alluding to a, a forthcoming kind of like... Yeah, with France. They did coming. it last week. Yeah, so I could totally just... I'm fantasy booking this. I could totally see James Blamey dying <laughs> and then Dwight being the one to like, you know, hold that him fault as, he, kind as he's of dying. Or, yeah. This guy, he just, he just looks like a, I don't know, a red shirt to me. <laughs> he's going to be gone, this kid. He's got too much positive energy. I feel like... Yeah, he's Cold way Arc too upbeat like for a him succubus. to live too long. <laughs> Poldark doesn't like people that are positive. As soon as things are going well, you something's got to yeah, happen. You're getting you're getting the the hook. Um, I, either he is dying or he is hooking up with Verity or Elizabeth. I think are, are one of the two options. Sure, sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But Anyways, so Verity so he, goes to talk to Demelza mm-hmm. after, and James is playing with Jeremy and hanging out in the house and stuff like that, and uh, Demelza's like. Oh, isn't it kind of like having a kid? And she's like, yeah, but not quite. And Demelza's like, yeah, but I guess that's never going to happen for you. And Verity's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I'm pregnant right now. <laughs> yeah, that, that bun is in the oven, and it's cooking. And Demelza's like, yippee! 
Yeah, everyone's happy, as they should be. Good for Verity. She's been put down for too long, and now she's just living her best life. Yeah, give, give Verity her flowers. She deserves them. Yeah, so uh, she won't just have in-law children. She'll have an actual child. Good job, uh, Captain Blame. You still got some, some swimmers in the tank. Oh, absolutely. A man at sea is just full of semen, you know, as they say. Yep, <laughs> that, uh, yep as they say. As they say. And you heard I'm it here sure first, by, folks. <laughs> yep. By season two, episode nine, I'm sure the child will be at least ten years old. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jeremy's looking pretty spry. He's got to be toddler. He's talking Four, a little bit here and least. there. I, I, I would love to see uh, Demelza being there for Verity uh, to help birth her baby. And she's mm-hmm. got some gin and stuff for her to down or something. <laughs> she's like, here, I got, what do you want? You want vodka? You want gin? You want rum? <laughs> yeah. Make some cocktails for her as she's going into labor. But, uh... Yeah, Verity's around. That that's going on. Uh, she mm-hmm. Verity is asking though, like you know, there's something going on going on with Elizabeth. Do you know anything, Demels? And Demels is like playing the silly game. Nope, don't know nope. anything. Well, we know that there are these tenors going around that are like now. So we see in the beginning of this episode that George is up to to no good as always, mm-hmm. and then we see a cut to these tenors that are digging on Elizabeth's property. Strange. Now are we? <laughs> Did you infer that George tipped these people off to go do that as a way for him to sort of shoo them away and act heroic? 100%. I think that's okay. the idea. Just make, yeah, he, that's what I figured, but I wasn't sure because this show is, is very strange in, in how it... Uh, it doesn't spell you know, everything out necessarily. Yeah, there's the tinning going on in the mine at the same time, which is why I, I bring that up. Maybe people caught yeah. wind of the fact that Because we tinning. see uh, George say to... Because at the beginning of the episode, we see... Um, was it George is uh, soaking his uh, his knuckles because he's still bare knuckle boxing or you know training or whatever? Um, and Carrie is kind of like excited about the prospect of Ross going to jail again, you know, his favorite <laughs> thing. Um, but George, you know, stresses to uh, Carrie that he's laying a foundation. You know, it doesn't matter whatever happens with Ross, he's going to win with with this Elizabeth deal. And he's like, he asks if you sent the army out. And I think when he says that, we cut That's to what he's, seeing yep. these people doing whatever they're doing to uh, Elizabeth's lawn that she can't do anything about. He also has like a Bond villain moment with the, with Carrie. Where he's like, I'm going to marry Elizabeth. And then mm-hmm. my worst enemy, Ross Poldark, will pay the price. Right. <laughs> and then he puts his pinky up to his mouth. Yep. <laughs> and he like, slams him onto his face. <laughs> yeah. So the, these, these tinners are just people that are, I guess, legally allowed to dig for tin on every on any property. And Elizabeth's vain mother is watching this happen, and she just has, like, an aneurysm. I mean, yeah, what is this, like, Animal Crossing, where you just cross into people's, like, homes and stuff and just dig up on their land? Yeah, just take their stuff. There's fossils. (laughs) Right. But she's just straight up looking out the window, and she just collapses. Right, because the mother was there for the holidays, right? Or mm -hmm. or she's just been around. I think she's just there because, you know, being a decent mother, even though she's not a decent human. Sure. And yeah, she she starts to just have a stroke. I, I take it something bad happens, and oh yeah, Dwight smashed. shows up and is like, "She's not going to die yet. <laughs> she's doing awfully rough." She said she's, she's constant care. She's frothing at the mouth. There's a little foam dripping from her mouth. Yeah, and oh my goodness, that is it's this show it's a, just keeps keeps the shots coming. There's nothing pleasant happening in Pol- no. in Cornwall for any of these Poldarks. 
and it's a conversation of who's going to take care of the mother. Uh, and Elizabeth's like, I guess I'm going to have to. Well, Aunt Agatha is, is saying, well, who's going to take care of me? It's like, woman, you're so old at this point. We didn't expect you to be here. But she's also extremely capable on the DL. It doesn't 100%. seem like she needs much taking care of. Yeah, I, I, she carries a gun, as we saw the last episode, like on her, a person. So I think she's okay. Yeah, I thought she was going to be like, I'll take care of your vain, comatose mother. So strange they didn't follow up on that again. Like, you know, we show her, like, you know, loading up the gun last week. No follow through on any of that at all. I mean, I I feel like Aunt Agatha has a a powerful week this week, though. Okay. She does a lot of. Well, it it relates to other plots. So we see that with this accident or whatever you want to call it, this medical, you know, freak accident thing, Mm -hmm. um, George comes over and basically says, like, look, I'm in love with you. And. You've been really mean to me and cruel to me, and I want to give you. Kind of leapfrogging though. I mean, he's already he's already kind of grooming her because we see her on the town, where Elizabeth wants to thank Demelza for like Ross like helping around and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and there's the Demelza George moment where George is like, "How's it feel knowing that your your man's gonna might get locked up?" Well, spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Avoided prison again. Yeah, Demelza has a great like. It appears so, just like pretty much f off to, to George is what Demelza says. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we see they're in a carriage, and he got like a gift for um, uh, the the child, his godson. Yep, and he says, "I can keep spoiling my boy." And Elizabeth is like, "Don't do that." But clearly, he's making overtures to her to to try and take care of her. Yeah. Um, so after the stroke happens, or whatever we whatever it is, George comes over, and he's like, "Look." I'm go- I think I, w- I want to marry you. And if I marry you, think about your son and think about your mother, how much care they would have. And the fact that your son would, I would adopt him and he would be my oh, he heir. Oh, cuts a promo. It's just like, I got the money, I got the wheels, you know, I got the fashion, the clothes, the dining. What, what, what else do you yeah, need? You can have gems. as many as you want. <laughs> he's like slapping his shoulders as he's telling her, like, look at this. Look what I'm wearing. <laughs> Million at the same man. time, you feel like this is just a this is just a show. This man's just putting on. He's just flexing to flex. Uh huh. I'd have no respect for George as a man, but Elizabeth is thinking because she's in a hard spot. I mean, she doesn't have the care needed for her mother. She's still raising her kid, and there's yeah. You know, she's time to be a little selfless because she's rather be both selfless and selfish because she's been giving so much of herself to. Yeah maintaining but, this this sort of fragile world that she's in yeah i mean also like it was it's funny how they tee up the scene because elizabeth's like i don't know what i'm gonna do and dwight says well isn't there anyone who could help you and then we just see george saddling up because <laughs> they're already kind of teasing before george shows up like well he's someone she can she can use because we even mm-hmm. see earlier in this episode like ross and demelza talking about elizabeth's relationship with george and ross is like oh don't worry about it this is you know She's she's playing the strings there. She she can use him for her own personal gain, you know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what we're seeing uh, Elizabeth doing uh, at at that time. But then, yeah, George plays his cards of like, marry me. <laughs> I know your husband's dying wish was for us to never see each other again and not to be involved with the child, but here I am. Yeah. Do you and do you think he actually loves her though, Dave? Do you think George actually has feelings for Elizabeth? I mean, he outright says in the beginning of the episode that he's marrying her to to, to make Ross miserable and to he assert also, his, his dominance. Like also, 
but he does say it's the woman he loves, though. That's true. Uh, I don't know if he knows if if he knows what love is. I feel like he's just yeah. been given everything he wants, and for some reason he's fixated on her. It's the stories we tell ourselves to make sense of things. I think. Because mm-hmm. uh, really, I think at the end of the day, it is to get one over on Ross. I think is the end game for him, and he, it all just kind of fits fits in nicely with his lifestyle. It's true, and ultimately, she she accepts. Uh huh. It's going to happen. Yeah, and then um, I think we should f- to rock for a little bit. Sure. So he's on trial for his involvement in the the riot and the the ambush on the the beach because this mm-hmm. one guy who he punched in the nose that he saw him. And in the very beginning of the episode, we see that Judd comes by with a proposition from Trencrow. Mm-hmm. Do more uh, tra- transporting. Yeah, yeah. The the gentleman who has been behind this whole situation mm-hmm. and Ross is Demel's is like don't get involved with them and Ross is like oh don't you worry don't you worry about me <laughs> yeah, gonna be a-okay and Ross is on trial again and the, the, the magistrates are like well look who's back it's Ross Poldark mm-hmm. and then he's like oh no I got witnesses that say I was in St. Ives that day bring them on in and it's just three people and yeah like did you yeah, see him you see him, and they're like, oh, yeah, he wasn't there. And the, the, the guys, it's like, the magistrates is like, well, that'll do. That's it. Man, <laughs> so easy to, to get off uh, back then, it seems like. But old like. Dr. Dwight gets a 50-pound fine for starting that fire, even though oh, he yeah, said he was cold. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dwight's like, there's nothing I can do to change your mind. Just, just find me. Just put him on tab. Put on my bill. <laughs> but then Trent Crum is like, I'll pay the fine. Or Judd says that, too. Yeah, someone relays it to him, yeah, that Trent Crum will pay his fine. And he's and like, then, no, I, and, I can pay for it myself. It's like... Why not? They, these people aren't like mobsters. Even, they seem like pretty straight shooters. They're just being oppressed by all these the government. You know the, even the Ross free says traders. To him, like, you know, just take the money, man. <laughs> Come on. But yeah, that's twice too good to be true. So too Ross good. is definitely riding that high. Mm-hmm. And we see that there's some, t- there is some tin at Wheel Leisure. Uh, Henshaw comes running in and he's like, "Bro, check it out, man." It's a tin. bunch of tin. Yeah, so much tin. And which, Ross is like, I don't think this is worth anything. What do you, what? And then they're like, come check it out. And then we see Ross, he's like, well, I guess it's not nothing. Yeah, it's there's mine. a lot of tin here to mine. Because uh, they're on their, their last bit of coal. This is going to be the last week for for Wheel Grace. And then Henshaw's like, I'll sink 100 pounds into it. I'll keep it going for another month. We can see what this tin is, is looking like. And they're like, okay. Right, because the idea is that well, tin is usually beneath copper, they say, but because there's so much tin here, that must mean maybe there's copper elsewhere, I think is mm-hmm. maybe the, the hope. Uh, and there might be enough tin to turn a profit. Right. The, the, the thing I'm still mystified by is that they hunted down Mark last week, and he laid out exactly where it was, and they, they didn't even investigate. They just dismissed it like, oh, no, he was just – he found the fool's copper. It's like, what was that last week? they got to follow up on that at some point. Those, we those, still got what two episodes after this? Who knows? I don't know. It seems so strange. I feel like Mark will be coming back home soon to point it out himself. You think? I feel like we're all all signs are pointing to that for me. In my opinion, I could be wrong though. Okay. All right. I, I don't see it, but sure. <laughs> um. But yeah. So they're they're mining away down there. Mm-hmm. This is a show about mining, as we know. And miners. And miners. <laughs> uh. 
And so, Ross is like, we need to, you know, you see him offhandedly say, we need to put some timbers in here to keep this thing safe as we do it. And they're yeah. like, ah, no, no, we're good. We're going to get this done. Don't worry about it. We're going to get that 10. We're going to get that 10 money. You know, we're going to be the 10 boys, the 10 men. And, and they need it because Demels has found out that Ross sold his shares in Will Grace. And she's not thrilled. She's like, hey, what about me? This is this is circling back to what we were saying about Ross and Demels mm-hmm. talking about George, where Demels is like, she, she's she got places to go. She's got people to to... to bail her out that aren't you that not to mention she's i'm here and we got a kid yeah so <laughs> i mean ross tries to lay it out for her like you know it was for francis like this was his his investment will grace so i'm trying to make sure that we're not leaving her his family even in more debt it was me just trying to make it all square and to mm-hmm. like that's all well and good we still need money bro <laughs> we got a family here she's like you sold your shares in the profitable mine for the one that's not profitable Mm-hmm. Choices, man. Choices. And then speaking of Wheel Grace not being profitable, there's an explosion in the mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we start to see some rumbling. And it's kind of funny because they're, they're collecting so much tin. And it's like, man, things are going great here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, wow, they're turning up. And then I guess they got a little greedy. Things start to rumble. And this is when I think Dwight is talking to Ross about like potential of like more military service and stuff uh and also the adr for the the ocean in the scene i made a note of it terrible like they, they completely does not sound like they're by the water they, they just put it in after the fact i, I don't know it's like 30 minutes eight minutes in if you want to check it check it on this episode i didn't that water notice, does not sound sure real. um anyways though yeah there's, there's some mine rumbling. is uh not great multiple men dead including Ted, new, our boy Ted. Dad. Have you met Ted? <laughs> the, really? Have we met Ted? I don't know. Really? We have met Ted because that we. I think we were like, "Who is Ted?" Yeah, I mean, they made a point of it a few weeks ago. Ted, like, Ted is the guy that you're. Like, you go to a party at your friend's house, and they're like, "Oh, that's Ted. He's a nice guy, and you never talked to him. We really don't know him, but everyone's like, Ted's okay." Yeah. Um, but uh, he's also dead now. And and word sweeps around that you know. Uh, people are dying george shows up to uh, elizabeth's home to let her know that several people are dead and he's like when cuts uh, corners are cut and safety is abandoned because ross is a desperate man for his money this is what happens uh but that's, and that's i mean that, like, that got me annoyed because i feel like ross is definitely not a corner cutter mm. Mm. Uh, a little bit but in this episode you know it's, it's guy, like they were <laughs> you know they're on their last limb but you don't see them being unsafe generally like Ross sure. is not a when man it comes to who safety. Is, yeah, he's yeah. generally safe. Aside from when he's Osha, Osha has never been to Wheel Grace to to right pick Speak the place apart. <laughs> I would it's love that like episode. A, just the mine inspector comes. He's like, "Well, Mister Poldark, Captain Poldark, yeah. you really need some garbage cans at every corner." Just if you've ever worked in a place that's had Osha complaints, it's uh, right. It's no fun. <laughs> and, and that's kind of, that scene is like when George delivers that news, it's kind of in between because Elizabeth doesn't give George a straight yes. When he proposes to her, she's going to like think about it for a second. And that's like him kind of like delivering some news of like this, this Ross guy, you know, who you think is in your corner. He's not a reliable man, uh, pretty much. Um, and is that but, the moment when she goes out to see him on the horse and you see he, he kisses her hand and Agatha deals the tarot card of the devil. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what happens. <laughs> Do, do wow. you believe in tarot cards, Dave? Do, do you think that, that that was actually meant to happen? 
I mean, she's a mystical old woman who has somehow outlived everybody from Francis to Ted to, you know, uh, Jim Carter. Mm-hmm. So she's got to be doing something right. So, so you do in believe the, in tarot cards? In, in Poldark Cafe, I believe in tarot okay. cards. <laughs> I believe in tarot cards the way that Daisy believes in ghosts and the Ouija board in Downton Abbey. Exactly. <laughs> I, I do like how Agatha sees, like, yeah, uh, George kissing her hand. And it's like, Aunt Agatha, get the strap, get the gun. <laughs> and she's like, well, good luck marrying her because she her heart's not available to be given to anybody. Yeah. And Agatha yeah. comes out with some zingers in this episode. Mm-hmm. She's like senile d- dowager. Yeah, she's, like she's too, the less she's sharp too, version of her. She's too far gone to be involved in, the, in in actually moving the plot, but she'll Statler and Waldorf it up all night and make comments. 100%. <laughs> uh, Ross, meanwhile, he feels like, he, like he, he, the blame is squarely on him. You know, the, they got greedy. And um, to just kind of he's like, kind of like, just give up on the mine. Let's just abandon it. You know, there's three people dead because of him. You know, it was a bad idea from the start, this whole wheel grace business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got a bit of more bad news coming his way. Well, how he finds out about that bad news is uh, something else because we see Demelza's got a caller. Mm-hmm. Captain McNeil comes over to see Demelza. Yeah. And Demelza's like, last time you like forced yourself in here and you were very angry with me. And he's like, well, today is different. This is a social <laughs> call. I don't like working. I want to be your friend. Yep. And he, I don't know if, if he reminds me of one of the guys from Monty Python. The, the comically large mustache that he has? Yeah, not, what's the, um, not Michael I, Palin. I gotta look this up because he, every time I see him, I think he's one of the guys from Monty Python. John Cleese? <laughs> no, not John Cleese. It's the. I don't know. The, where is. Oh, Michael. It is Michael Palin. Um, okay. Yeah, he's. Every time I see him, I'm like, this is so strange. <laughs> he looks like a comedic actor, is what you're saying. Yeah, he looks like a goof, like this this prosthetic mustache, you know, this fake mustache on him. And mm-hmm. it. And he's he's just like chipper all the time, even though like he's always happy know. to see Demelza. Like, oh yeah, well clearly, and and I'm and we're definitely mining that. No pun intended. He's got a bit of a red hair streak to him himself. Maybe maybe there's some kinship he's seeing there. Maybe the redheads can get together. Well, I think it's a little more than kinship he sees in her. He <laughs> he enjoys her company. Dave, do you, do you find that you're you're a bit of a redhead yourself, reddish adjacent? I mean, back in the day, it definitely was. Well, definitely in your beard. I don't know what you call that. That, I mean, it counts. It's all part of the same. Do you, do you find, do you find yourself allegiance? more attracted to red, redheaded's than, than not? No. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's nothing there then. I mean, I think there's some there's some uh, kindred spirit. I, if I'm ever like friendly with someone who's also in the same <laughs> been pigment as me, we can uh, talk about it. Shared experiences. Nothing, yeah. yeah, shared experiences. That's so it. that's what's happening with McDaniels uh, uh, and Demelza when we don't see them as they're just talking about that, their, their life as redheads. Um auburn colors uh but he says to her he's like hey so you hear about the rumor like i'm here to spill some tea you <laughs> want, does, spill, want some tea not. and she's like what rumor are you talking about and he's like my friend's friend has a tailor that has another client that's somebody that's getting his wedding clothes ready for elizabeth poldark and she's like what are you talking about and he's like my friend's 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 uncle's cousin goes to the same mm-hmm. tailor as a guy who's marrying elizabeth poldark and he's rich it's George. Yep, and and Demelza's like, well, I'm not, I'm not telling Ross. I mean, she's, she's already, Demelza she's already mad enough she about. 
Yeah, she, she kind of knows, but like she already kind of assumed because she had seen Elizabeth hanging out with him on the town, as we saw earlier. Um, but there's gonna be a ball we hear where where there's gonna be yeah. like you know a huge announcement of this, and so yeah, a letter comes shortly after that scene. And uh, it's one letter that uh, from uh, that that Ross looks at, and then they get the one from Trent with that that pretty delivers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you're just kind of dreading that whole scene because Ross is pouring himself a drink, and you're just kind of waiting for Demelza to say like, "Don't read it," or to like tell him what's in there before he reads it. Yep, Ross. He Ross reads is it. not thrilled. This is greatest enemy. He, yeah, it, it's George, and, Mary, and Elizabeth. And, and Demelza's like, "Don't go." Yeah. Because Elizabeth is go. like, I don't know how to tell you this, and Ross is in the in the letter, and, and Ross doesn't even know how to process it. He's like, this just must be stopped. It can't happen. Nope. And and Demel's is like, do not go. And he's like, get out of my way. It kind of reminds like, me oh, of that thing where like, no. in, in real life, when you think there's like, well, you know, there's always that one person who's single. Maybe one day down the road we'll get together. And then there was someone else. And it's like, this must be stopped. That can't happen. They gotta be single. They're they're the one that was meant for me at one point. Uh, and Ross is much more aggressive than either of us I think he's like well, I'm going to stop this no matter what nope, yep sure and he and has a way he about goes, it he goes to Trenwith and he bangs on the door and he's like I'm letting myself in there's not even a lock on the door he just walks right mm-hmm. in yeah and uh, he he pretty much forces himself on, on Elizabeth until she's like taking it on she's like okay alright she's like, first she's like no no and then he keeps it, it's it's not good behavior i don't endorse it absolutely not i don't i, I would say this is not a this i would i would say it's not consensual to a certain extent right right and de- definitely not it actually takes ross uh, his whole character like down a notch <laughs> for me I, down say, at one notch this is down multiple notches oh yeah i mean i'm, I'm this is terrible to say i was watching this episode and i was i was disgusted it's not the ross we know i feel like cuz Look, Ross and Elizabeth's relationship, you know, I feel like time and again, we've seen that there's maybe they will, but we've seen that he's committed to Demelza. And people mm-hmm. tell Demelza as much that, like, Ross is there for you. And it's really just Demelza's own, you know, concern of him being around Elizabeth that I feel like drives the story forward more than anything. So I felt a little surprised, actually, that he was so gung ho about this with Elizabeth. Well, he doesn't seem gung ho, he just seems to. to to be rather inhuman about what he does to her. He basically like for, he, you know, they they they're screwing. I mean, at some point she's like with them on it, you know. They're 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 doing it up. When they uh, get down to the bed, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything leading point. up to that, she's like, "Stop, Ross. No, Ross. I don't want this, Ross. Don't yeah. do this, Ross." And then we see that um Demel's is up with Jeremy pacing and Prudy and Judd mm-hmm. are like, "We know what's going on at Trenwith right now." We see even on Agatha knows what's going on at Trenwith. Yeah, she turns another tarot card, and then it's devil again. If no, she, no, no, that's not true. Not, that not in her mind. She likes Ross. Yeah, but we see it. It does a slow little fade to the morning, and Elizabeth is like, "Well, what do we do?" And he's like, "Ross is like, I got to get out of here." He leaves five. He leaves five pounds on the table. <laughs> Gives her a cigarette. <laughs> yep. And he's out of there. And then he goes home, and Demel's is waiting for him, and he's like. I had to do it. There was nothing else I could do. <laughs> what? What stones this guy has? Just walk up to his wife and be like, <laughs> just had to do the deed. Just, you know, had to do it. 
And she just cocks him in the face. Yeah, she just swipes him. Uh, he he takes it too. He falls down. I think I mean I don't think he he exaggerates that his reaction. He he gets clocked square in the head. Demelza's a fighter. She can absolutely beat up anyone. I, I'm surprised she didn't stick Garrick on him afterwards. Just start Maybe, hey, biting. I don't know what happens after the the cameras stop. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see the next episode where that where they pick up for because that's the end of the episode. I can't wait to see like is it's Ross it's like a to homeless? Be continued. We get to be continued. <laughs> oh yeah, is is Ross like homeless again? Like just put out from the house? Well, I mean we we know why Ross did it ultimately. Why do you think? I think he did it to to make her totally unappealing to George. You think? I think so. I don't think he did it out of any other reason because you could see he he wasn't like thrilled about doing it. Well, that just makes me think poor Elizabeth as she's just being manipulated by both these men. Oh, I That's think that, I, I feel like at the end of the day, Ross is is not doing it because he loves her and he wants to claim her as his own. I he think definitely he has some feeling for her on some level. Oh, That's he why he's so triggered by this. That's he's yes, he is triggered by that. <laughs> but I also think gun. he's he's doing it to to basically um, deflower her. For George, like George, it's it's you know she's a you know give her a reputation. So she's been with Francis and Ross both now. It's it, it was a that's uh, bad, and I, and I also I, I I feel like maybe next episode we'll get some context. And I hope this isn't one of those things where it's like, well, they discussed doing it and they didn't actually do it because they just wanted to make George go away. Some bad stuff, man. This is some bad news. I, I I'm not happy with the direction of things right now. Not at all. Was this a good episode, Dave? No, I'm. I mean, I think it was <laughs> yeah. a, the plot move, is... but I was I was there's This is just a poor Verity is giving this little flower good news that she's pregnant, and we don't even yeah you know Did not we don't need even have right time now. to dwell on it because of Ted and yeah. the Tin, and then this thing with Elizabeth is really disgusting. Like really unpleasant. Yep, not not into it. Well, I, 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 maybe we should just cut to the chase and just get to the power rankings, huh? <laughs> so here, here's my proposal. I think we should start with the positive power rankings this week sure. because this is that kind of episode. Okay. Well, yeah. Who do you got going up, Dave? At number three, I got Dwight because, you know, maybe he doesn't have Caroline, but he has a purpose and he has a potential future at sea. <laughs> He may, may very well. That is true. I mean, and he he gets off pretty easily considering he assisted in a, a that coup attempt with the fire. Yeah, he just that walks is true. off. He, he did get off really easily. We kind of almost forgot about it at the, the, the top of the episode. Yeah, this is such a stacked episode that you're you want to like revel in the fact that Ross played mm-hmm. the court systems again and got one up on George, and then it's like he mm, yeah. So yeah, Dwight number three going up. Well, at number three, I got a James Blamey. The the boy is just happy to be here, he's and he's got the hots for everyone. <laughs> uh, good guy, real real stand up guy. Seems well intended right now, for sure. Absolutely. So <laughs> glad to have him around. He's just happy to be there. Okay. Well, number two going up, I debuting, I believe, on the power rankings is Captain Henshaw. Okay. Because I know that there is a cave in at the mine. That it's a mm-hmm. setback, but they also hit found tin, which is something, and it's Henshaw's positivity that kept them going, 
And I think that every oh, mine, all these mines have cave-ins. This is not some like exclusive thing to Wheel Grace. And I also feel like him fronting the money to keep the thing going for a month shows his character. And I feel like he's been a, a on the DL. He's been a pretty consistent through line supporter overall supporter of Wheel Grace. And I think he deserves his flowers, even though That's it's not fair. a great great week for him. Well, at number two, I'm giving it to uh, George. The man succeeded in getting uh, engaged <laughs> to Elizabeth so far. And he knocked out his sparring partner, too. We didn't say that. He clocked him and laid him out on the floor. Yeah. His so, right hook is getting good. Yeah. Well, number one, going up, I got Verity. Okay. She's pregnant. It's good. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got her number one, too. I mean, it's the only piece of good news um, in this whole episode, I'd say. So good for Verity. Sure, yeah. So, so I mean, now yeah. Now the the negative where this episode right. shines. The only thing kept keeping George from number one for me was just the fact that he doesn't know about what Ross has done yet. That's why he's. I mean, he. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> well, who's going down for you, Dave? Number three, I got Elizabeth's mom because even though okay. we don't know her that well, we don't. She's. You know, I was. There's a lot of negativity going on in this episode, and Ted died, but we also didn't know Ted that well. Mm-hmm. So if anything, um, Ted's widow deserved it more. But Elizabeth's mom, out of nowhere, she's her life is is going to be bad unless she has a miraculous pull through. Which knowing the show, in two weeks she'll be walking around again like Matthew. I, I don't know. She looks pretty rough, bro. That's hey, that is yeah. true. Well, number three going down. I got Ted. He's dead. I, I mean, R.I.P. R.I.P. Ted, Ted. Barely knew you. Well, number two, Dave. Number two, I got Demelza because this is uh, same. This is no no good week for Demelza because I thought it was good up until the ending. I thought she was doing good, like just not taking any of George's fuss. She helped deliver a baby, you know. She's been taking care of herself. She was there for Verity, and mm-hmm. you know Dwight like sees something in her with with medical help. So it was all and, good until and I feel like Ross the Captain McNeil stuff is now we're t- table setting for some real spiteful stuff that I don't want to be a part of. As yeah, it's, it's not my business. She did get a good clean hit in, on uh, Ross, so there was that yeah. too. Oh yeah, so maybe put her on the positive. But number one going down with shame, it's got to be. I th- I think we might have different answers here. Okay, well I I got Ross. Hundred percent. I got Elizabeth. The worst. Make your case. I think Elizabeth is a. She 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 has to make a decision that she doesn't want to make because she says this is I don't love this man but I need to do this. And then, so she basically, her mother has a stroke mm-hmm. and is going to need constant care. And her solution for making her life miserable, taking care of her mother until she dies, is marrying this person who her husband told her not to marry and his dying days, well, not dying days because he died in an accident, but, you know, in his last days. And then after she has the stones to appropriately tell her brother-in-law, he comes over and assaults her. And leaves her, you know, it's, it's, Look, she is a I mean, victim. She is a huge victim in this episode. I don't totally. think she. I, I just think of that, that Reba McIntyre song, Fancy. <laughs> she's going to move uptown. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, it seems so far that she's going to be still with George, getting that money. And she's Here's a one chance in this fancy. game of Ross and George. It's not even that love situation. It's a spite and then, ugh. It's money. I feel sorry for Liz. I, I do too, but Ross, what Ross does here, again, 
you were saying it took him down a few notches. I don't know how it doesn't land him on your down rankings at all. Because this is just, it's just low. It is one of the lowest things we've seen in the show thus far, even from what we've seen George do. Uh, not feeling Ross's actions at all. I, I, I disapprove, and it's just not the Ross I know. It's going down, nope, man. Not he's, my Ross. He's, hashtag. He's, yeah, he's res- resorting to low tactics to get one over, and it's just... You're losing power, brother. And also the mind collapsed and he caused three people to die. So he's got that on him. Yeah. That, I mean, while it's not his <laughs> fault, it's weighing heavily on his conscience. Yeah. So he, he's but he, uh, you know, he does evade jail. Okay. But I'm, I'm shocked that he doesn't land in your down rankings at all from that. I mean, in, in his twisted mind, what he did was right. Okay. I need to know how this plays out before. Elizabeth is being taken advantage of from every, every. Sure angle and position she's just, literally she's just thinking about her kids her kid and you know her, her future. mother those 10 people <laughs> digging up holes on her lawn uh, yeah, well, that's that's uh, that's it that is that that's poldark that season two episode eight dave have you gotten in a lot of uh viewing time in your downtime uh, a little bit nothing of no really not the you know uh i watched boba fett that was probably the most exciting thing that i watched he's back man He's back. We got to see him get out of the Sarlacc. So, <laughs> so thrilling, right? <laughs> yep. I mean, I guess that's the kind of good um, payoff to that. Yeah. So, but aside, yeah, I mean, nothing of note, really. Bit. I wish, uh, uh, you know, kind of, we kind of flew by. I wanted to watch more movies and stuff, but I just didn't get to it. You know, yeah. one of those weeks. What about you, Corey? Anything good? Uh, a couple shows. Uh, was it Insecure wrapped up? Finally, after five mm-hmm. years, uh, was not crazy over the finale. It was it was not how I wanted some characters to get together. It was not ideal. I did like the ultimate story of like friendship between Issa and Molly. That the, the thing I'll miss about, most about that show is it has the best soundtrack. I think mm-hmm. ratio of episode to me sound hounding the songs to track down off the charts. I don't think there's a show with better music than it's No, I guess speak, speaking of music and shows, I watched a couple of episodes of the new season of Letter Kenny on Hulu. That oh, okay. is a show with good music. Season 10, right? Season 10, yep. Good God. Okay. That's a lot of episodes, isn't it? It's like five episodes a season, six episodes a season. They're okay. 20 so minutes like long. 30 episodes between 10 seasons? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. And I think in the beginning they were coming out with two seasons a year. So it's barely... Wow. Oh, 67 episodes uh, according to IMDb. Yeah, so like 30-something episodes total, 40. Okay. And uh, was it? I, it's kind of almost the thing where last year I was home for Christmas, and my mom and I were looking for something to watch together. So we threw on the first season of Emily in Paris. That show was terrible, mm-hmm. and Netflix just released a new season before Christmas, and we downed it all again. And the entire time, my mom and I were watching it, saying this show is not good. <laughs> Yet it was did it. compulsively watchable. G- got right through it, and here we are again. I've watched both seasons of that show, and I cannot recommend it to anyone unless they want to see. Nice views of Paris. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, otherwise, the is, has one of the most, the least like engaging lead characters I've seen in the show. It's incredible. Uh, Noted. Anyways, I won't watch it. Watch Insecure though, people. It, it has ups and downs, but man, that show is has a vibe that's so good. <laughs> so. Yeah, like what's there? Issa Rae, I like her. She's cool. I guess I just never got around to it. Yeah. But all my coworkers were talking about it, so. Yeah, it, it, I'll throw it on the pile of stuff that I'll eventually get to. Well, you're looking for Italian shows, right, Dave? You said that. Let's put that onto the world. You're looking for a new Italian show to watch, right? Oh, no, Italian American shows. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. 
Because last year, 2021, I watched all the Rocky movies and all the Sopranos. So I need something, you know, specifically set between Pennsylvania and Maine on the East Coast with Italian Dave, Americans. I, I got a recommendation. Have you ever watched um, Emerald's Kitchen on Food Network? Oh, that, that and Jersey Shore. Those will be my two. <laughs> yeah. Just go all in on Emerald. Why not? Bam. I mean, I'm sure he was never on, like, The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. That was right at that same time, you know, late 90s. Yeah, I, I watched it all the time when I was a kid. Well, um, maybe. I'll report yeah. it next week. Emerald Gassi had a sitcom. I, I remember my family I watched because they were like, we're big Emerald fans. Got to support them, man. Bam, right? That's Bam, Emerald. Bam, man. Good times. All right, I think we can wrap it up there. Yeah, we've been going on long enough. now. That oh, but we should say, though, Spotify has introduced a new thing. So we've always been telling people to leave five-star rating review on iTunes Spotify now you can actually rate podcasts. So Real? okay, so I noticed an uptick in our Apple. So I wonder if that correlates to a Spotify. <sighs> I have no like idea. A, a big uptick for us. Like we went from like forty to almost sixty five star ratings. Not all five star, but our rating oh. number jumped up. So I think there might be some kind of RSS feed synergy going on there. You can legit go on Spotify right now and leave a five star rating review if you so choose. Hey, I'm. I'm I you don't even have to write anything. Myself. Like, yeah, like you know, they, iTunes asks you. You write a description here. It's just like leave stars. That's that. That's it. And that's all. Yeah. So that that explains why the number went up, but the review number didn't. Perhaps. Potentially. Otherwise, I, I, I don't think they're. A, a I don't think they're synchronized. In- I, th- I think Spotify well, and Apple are separate. So all those strangers that leave, left us five stars on Apple, thank you. End of and your Spotify, goodwill. great. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I think we can just wrap it there then. You know yeah. where to find us. All the socials, all the, the T Twitter, publics. Facebook, Gmail, merch, everything. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll catch you next time on, on Poldark Season 1, Episode 9 next week. Yeah, hopefully things are a little more positive. Or season 2, Episode 9, sorry. Yeah, almost done. Here we are. All right. See you then.